Sasha. Hey, Courtney. You know, I really don't trust my shadow. Oh, yeah? Why is that? It's just so shady. <laughs> it's Spoop Hour, and we're recording on Halloween. Ooh. Welcome back to Spoop Hour, a paranormal comedy podcast hosted by two Halloweenies on Halloween. Welcome to us at the apex of our power. We are (laughs) extremely powerful. You can try and cross us, but it will go very badly for you. I am wearing my Halloween costume this year, which is, I am, I'm the Congress (laughs) Avenue Bridge, which I feel like I'm going to have to explain a lot because I'm about to go out in public wearing this. I'm the Congress Avenue Bridge, which is in Austin, Texas, and is colloquially known as the Bat Bridge because it's the one that thousands of bats live under. So I have bats on my dress. I have bats on my tights. I'm going to wheel and show Sasha my bat tights. Bat tights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be like that next year. Maybe not the bridge, but like get more stuff with like like spooky things on it. Snag tights. One. I cannot speak highly enough of snag tights. I'm sure I've talked about them before. I love oh, yeah. them. They're under dress shorts. They're, they call them chub rub shorts, which like if your legs touch when you walk and it's summertime and you wear a lot of dresses, you know there is no agony in this world like when you like chap your thighs together. Mm-hmm. I love the snag tights shorts because they actually don't roll. This sounds like I'm doing an ad. I feel it as I say it. and I'm like, no, this is really, I genuinely love well, them. And it's funny because we don't have any sponsors. No. This is just, this is Courtney really likes snag I tights. I love snag tights. They're a small business out of Scotland. They also do, they do obviously full tights. They have a Halloween line. So I'm wearing their mm-hmm. bat. I don't remember what they called their bat tights, but they had like spooky bones and like spooky pumpkins. And they have a Christmas line that they just rolled out. And on the one hand, I don't need Christmas. Christmas tights, but on the other hand, they have some that are like sparkly and have Christmas lights on them. Yeah. But anyway, I love snag tights. So if you need more Halloween shit, snag tights, and then the dress is unique vintage. And it's got really deep pockets. I didn't have like, well, okay, one, it's very cold in my house right now. So I am wearing a head to toe pink, like jogger hoodie onesie, which if I had a black mask, I would just be Squid Game. That's true. Like, yeah. So just get a piece of felt and just. I'll just. So Court- Courtney can see it. I can. Counterpoint, yeah. we could be a couple's costume. And this is what I've been telling Jack this whole time, because he's like, <laughs> I'm not really going to dress up for Halloween. I'm like, you're a tourist who came to the Bat Bridge. So it doesn't matter what you wear. You're pulled into my costume. Exactly. Because Texans, tourists, everybody comes to the Bat Bridge. So welcome yep. to the couple's costume. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, well, first off, before we go any further, if oh yeah, find us on the internet at Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram. And email us at spoopbarrygmail.com if you ever want to shout out. What were you for Halloween? That voice is Sasha. This voice is Courtney. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm we're Sasha. We're so powerful. We just we're assume so powerful. that you, we like, just psychically plowed through. We're like, names. y'all have been here before. <laughs> it's true. We probably have no z- new listeners. Although, okay, I didn't tell her the title of our podcast. Uh-oh. But the other day, 
I told one of my new coworkers, oh, who's like ostensibly like my direct now. Mm-hmm. I I mentioned that I have a paranormal comedy podcast. Oh no! And I, she was like, "Where can I find you?" And I was like, "Spotify." I mean, iTunes, all major podcatchers. This is but I didn't give her the title, so she just needs to find like Sasha Podcast, which yeah, could I be mean, anyone, right? Do you want me to bum you out? Huh. Bum you out slash be excited about the size yeah. of our podcast. If you Google <laughs> paranormal comedy podcast, Courtney and Sasha, we come right up. <laughs> okay. So, because so. I had to, I, I mentioned I started a new job and I work for the government now. Mm-hmm. And I can't say too much about it because of rules. But I had to email because they're like, if you have a side project and you're not sure if it crosses like ethics lines because there's all mm-hmm. these rules, you have to notify us. So I emailed them and I was like, I have a small, not related to what I work with podcast. Do I need to tell you what it is? And I'm like, please, for the love of God, say no. And thank God they did. Because I was like, I do not want to have to say it's a paranormal comedy podcast. Because then the Hooks second. Back to Halloweenies. Yep, that's the second you Google that, that's all us. One, the way you described your government job makes it sound more mysterious it's than it really actually not. is. And it really is not. It's like one of the it's like the most wholesome segment of the federal government. So it's basically what I was doing before, just in a slightly different capacity with right. you know, different but, people. Uh, JM, if you are if you are listening, hello. But but she was asking me about this because all this week, and this is why I'm like looking at your outfit and I'm like, man, I need to like amp up my collection. All this week because I didn't really have time to do, like, Halloween stuff this year, didn't go to a single pumpkin patch, uh. went to one very small Halloween party housewarming yesterday with, like, me and eight people. I went to a pumpkin patch on my birthday, and today my the Indy's other mom, the, the yeah. former co-worker with whom my co-parent is Skeleton, is coming over and we're going to Eastern Market and we're going to get District Donuts, which will tie into my spooky one of my spooky things for this week. So that's like the only thing I'm doing for right. Halloween. So. so so because of that and because I was like, well, I have a group costume for work and I have a uh, which, if you have not seen pictures of Sasha's Yzma, it is incredible. Yeah. It and, makes and, me want, like, can I be your Kronk if you ever want to go as yes. Yzma again? I feel like yeah. spiritually I am Kronk. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. We're going okay. to uh, Chekhov's gun Kronk, <laughs> which is the strangest thing I've said. <laughs> Chekhov's Kronk. Uh, and the I did this episode we just Chekhov's don't know. Kronk. <laughs> I, I was a hobbit with Jack last night because it was comfy and casual. Yeah. But I was like, I have all this like other stuff that has like spooky prints on it or Halloween inspired things. And I was like, there's only one day for Schooloween. So what if I did Halloween instead? Good for you. And so I did. And every single day got a little bit more intense. So Monday, I was like black flowy tops, some necklaces, and a skirt that has like Ouija planchettes, like three-eyed cats, and some crystal balls on it. And I was like, okay, a little bit spooky, right? Like, seasonal. Yeah. Second day, I was like, okay, I'm going to wear my like star chart dress that has like owls on it and like a black duster that's like really flowy. I have a witch hat. I have sparkly tights. I have black boots. I'm going to wear that. And then that was the one where kids were like, oh, you're like dressing up, dressing up, dressing up. And I was like, oh, this is not even my final form. (laughs) And they were like, huh. And so then the next day I wore a pumpkin pattern mini skirt, sparkly tights. I think it was just, oh, a sparkly, sparkly top, a pumpkin candy corn sailor scarf that my friend Matt made, and then the black boots, and oh, a Mickey pumpkin necklace, and like hair clips. Kids again were like, wow, you really like Halloween. I was like, yeah, Halloween's okay. (laughs) 
And then the Thursday, I dressed as a pumpkin and came to my classes. And the two classes I had that day were like my classes where I'm not really sure if they're like listening to me. Oh, like my morning class never talks to me, and sure. then my afternoon class kind of like plows over me sometimes. And as long as they get their work done, I'm like fine. fine. Like, and that got their attention for a, well for the afternoon class. The morning class, only one kid said something to me. <clears throat> I was like. Folks, I'm up here dancing in front Come of on. you, dressed as a jack-o'-lantern. Get it together. Anyway, someone, so that's when I got this into this conversation with my, my, my new coworker. And she was like, Halloween must be your favorite se- uh, holiday. And I was like, you know, actually, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. <laughs> I was like, oh, but Halloween is of, okay. Speaking of Thanksgiving, someone commented on our last episode, and I'm sorry <laughs> I did not take note of your name, but they commented, petition to make Thanksgiving a spooky holiday. And I say, petition granted. Petition granted. Thanksgiving is spooky now. Yeah, we're going to make it, we're going to make it spooky. Yes. And also Um, to the other person who commented on an episode and said you wanted a hat that says spooky with a picture of our little logo goes, uh I'm looking into it. I need to figure out how to make hats. Yeah. I would, if if it's a baseball cap, I would wear it. Yeah. Like if it's beanie, I would wear it. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, it, it was just really funny to see like everyone's reactions like slowly. And then finally, Friday full-on Yzma costume. So good. And I, I didn't have a whole lot of time to put it together, but honestly, like, people who knew Emperor's New Groove were able to, like, read it as Yzma very easily. I forgot my potion bottle at home. Aww. And next year, like, if I do it, I do have, like, tweaks. It's funny, because some of the kids were like, but, but personality-wise, you're, like, more of a cronk. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not, like, yeah. that evil, but I'm very helpful. Yeah, in well, my sometimes dreams, I'm helpful. I yeah. am Yzma, but yeah. in reality, I am I, I give off a cronk vibe. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be the incredible Eartha kid? Right. But I had a doctor's appointment <laughs> Friday morning, very early in the morning, and I was like, I am not going to get be able to, like, do my hair and makeup in the car to go to work because I had to like glue on false eyelashes. I had to slick my hair back with hairspray. Like uh, there were a lot of components to this costume. So I woke up very early and got it all done. And I was like, okay, I'm, I only need to go to this doctor's office every once in a while. They might not recognize me today and they won't recognize me like the next time I go, like it's fine. And also it's Halloween. Surely people at this doctor's office are going to be dressed up. Listeners, only one person at this doctor's office was dressed up. There was a receptionist. She was dressed as Cruella DeVille, so I was like, oh, Disney villains, hey. hey. But everyone else was medical staff, so they were wearing scrubs and had, like, pumpkin-themed masks. And I thought more people were going to be dressed up because, like, their whole office, when I went a week ago, was decked out in Halloween decor. And so I was like, oh, my God. I am, like, a grown woman at this, like, women's health doctor's office and listeners i had to have my second transvaginal ultrasound in a week dressed as yzma takes on a whole new meaning the strangest experience of my life but anyway i've just been wearing my halloween dresses all week yeah. well halloween looks one day i wore a halloween top and a skirt mm-hmm. but like I was like, surely now these new coworkers will understand who I am. Because I yeah. think the early days I had more cameras on meetings. And so mm-hmm. I think they just thought that I was dressing up because I was in a job. And I wanted to be like, no, this is just how I dress all the time. I'm yeah. always in a dress. Yeah. And I was like, You're this week they'll person. get it. Except yeah. every single meeting this week was cameras off. So nobody saw that oh. I was fully 
decked out. But you did it for you. I did do it for me. That's what the pandemic has taught me. A lot of people learned they were dressing for other people. I learned I dress for myself. (laughs) Yeah. And so so my plan for next year is to try to aim for two weeks at least. And so I'm like looking at Instagram people I follow. But then... I got it in my head. What if I dress up for like every major seasonal thing before like a major holiday? So I'm like, I need to put together five outfits for the week before winter break now. And I think I want to end with me dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> Full on Sasha beard Claus. and everything. I'll just be Sasha Claus. It's a two hour early release day. So I wouldn't have to wear it that long. Just yeah. like yesterday was a two hour early release day. So I didn't have to wear Yizma that long. As soon as I got home, I like ripped off the eyelashes. <laughs> anyway, so I'm done monologuing. Tell me about all the spooky things because I didn't have any spooky things happen to me. So I've had quite the spooky run of it. So yes. first of all, this is going to be the least spooky. So we'll go from least spooky to probably Hell most yeah. spooky. Tell me. On Twitter, my favorite local donut shop, District Donuts, w- tweeted a picture of one of their Halloween donuts. And they were like, we need a fun name for this one. If you name it, we'll pick our favorite and you'll win six free donuts. I was like... I've been training my whole life to make donut puns. Don't mind if I do. And so I suggested witchful thinking and ghouls just want to have fun because, you know, Mm -hmm. if there's a Halloween pun to be made, I'm going to make it. And I won. So, yay. So today I'm probably, we're going to go and I'm going to see if I can get my six free donuts. So that was exciting. Courtney and I are the kind of people, because we have this podcast, because we are so funny. We're hilarious. we're so clever and we are wordsmiths. Whenever shit gets named, and it's unfortunately named. <laughs> Looking at you, needle in a time stack. <laughs> oh my god, needle in a time stack, what the <laughs> fuck? But, we don't have know. enough time to unpack that. Maybe no. we'll do a special bone cone episode where we just talk about like things that should have consulted us. Yes, so like we're really good at that thing. So, so like for Courtney to win this thing from District Donut is like... Her, it's her calling. validation yeah. that I'm incredible. Anyway, yeah. so that's it's not spooky, but it is Halloween themed. The next spooky thing that happened to me, this is probably going to be the most spooky thing from Sasha's perspective and from <laughs> my perspective as the skeptic on our podcast. I was like, I'm sure there's an explanation for this. So I believe I've mentioned before that because our house is kind of old, none of the doors fully closed. Like right now I have the bedroom door wedged closed with my exercise ball so that the cat can't get out and the other cat can't get in. Two nights ago, I was in bed. My partner hadn't come to bed yet, so it's just me. And, like, I've been sleeping with the windows open because I like being warm in a cold climate to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, all – I'm in my, like, sleep sack, which I think I've mentioned that I have because I like to be swaddled like a baby. And so I'm, like, all snug as a bug in a rug, and I'm, like, let's sleep. And then our closet door, one side of our closet door – just fully, it doesn't even shut. Like, it's it's two inches higher than the floor, and it doesn't latch. So we have a, like, door stopper in there to keep it shut. But I'm lazy, and a lot of the times I'll just kick the door stopper out of the way to get my clothes, and then I don't put it back in. So laying in bed, and I obviously I had not put the door stopper back in the closet door. Usually it'll just be, like, cracked. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it'll be obviously open, but it won't be, like, super wide, and it won't be moving. So I'm laying in bed. You know, I get to the point where I'm like, I'm turning my light off, I'm going to sleep, and I see, because, like, the hall light was on, I see the shadow on the door that Mm -mm. the door is moving, and I'm like, Mm -mm. this is just because I'm not wearing my glasses, I'm not seeing it clearly, this door is not moving, it's fine. 
And then I was like, I'm only going to start to worry if the shadow hits the top of the door jam, because if the shadow hits the top of the door jam, then the door is clearly moving. And like, as I had that thought, the shadow hit the top of the door jam. And I was like, and I was like, I live with two cats. Surely it is one of them. And so I was laying there and I was like, I'm just going to sit up and then I'll see the cat butt sticking out of it and it'll be fine. So I sit up, the door keeps moving. There's no fucking cat. So then proving that as much as I think I would survive a horror movie, I was like, you know what? This is none of my business. And I laid down and went to sleep. You are so brave. (laughs) You know what I did when I first moved into this house? We removed the closet doors from the bedroom closets. So it's like nice shelves. Uh, Ideally, they'd be organized. I cannot keep my shit together. (laughs) But that way, I know what it looks like in the dark. And if there are no weird shadows, <laughs> there are no doors opening. Because <laughs> there are no doors open. Because there's yeah, no doors I, open. That's so I scary. Guess I could still survive the horror movie. I would just be the character who, like, hears the noise from the basement and is like, that's none of my business. I don't want to be involved in whatever is happening and just leaves. So, like, I would avoid the horror movie entirely. So maybe I would still make it to the end. Yeah. <laughs> or the thing in the closet would come out and kill me, which obviously <laughs> it didn't. So I'm fine. And then the final thing for context. My meetup group is mm-hmm. doing a murder mystery thing. Hell yeah. This coming weekend. And I'm so excited. And I got a thing in the mail a couple days ago. And the envelope said Bloodhound Mysteries. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like super legit. My meetup group must have gotten like packets of information mm-hmm. and are sending them out to everyone. So I like bring the little like thick envelope inside and I like start to open it. And then I realize my meetup group does not have my address. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. is this mystery. And so I, like, looked at it for a really long time, and I'm, like, thinking of people in my life who could have potentially sent me a mystery and then not said anything about it. I'm like, everybody would have said something. Like, that's not... So I finally, like, I called my partner down, and I'm like, well, this might kill me, so if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna make you witness it. <laughs> and so I, like, witness. open the envelope, pull it out, and thank God this Etsy vendor included the name of the person who purchased it, so I found out it was a belated birthday gift from my best friend. Because I was like, who the fuck? It was a m- murder mystery with a mysterious arrival, so it was a double mystery. <laughs> uh, oh my God, I love it, but At, oh my God. it's It was very unsettling to me because I was, like, so sold it was my meetup group, and then I realized they don't know where I live. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just remember Remembered looking at your headpiece and then the conversation we had right before we started recording, there was like one tin, slightly spooky thing that happened sure. to us last week, and it was me getting a sponsored ad for the horror movie Antlers on my Twitter yes. timeline and me falling into the Wikipedia hole I fall into every time there's a new horror movie out and reading the short story The Quiet Boy by Nick Antosca, who... Or like the, the, whose story Antlers is based on. And I'm not going to spoil this. Go read spooky. the story. If you're into horror movies, they, they say Antlers is, according to The Guardian, satisfyingly gross for folklore horror. It's, say that. it's good. Yeah. I will say, I didn't see the author name when you sent it to me and mm-hmm. I started reading. And then at a certain point, it was describing that her heart was racing and she could feel it under her left breast. And I was like, a man wrote a this. A man wrote this, yeah. And then I got to the end and it was like, Nick, whoever is da da da. And I was like, yep. A man wrote this. <laughs> what but- man wrote this as she breasted boobily down the stairs? 
<laughs> so so the the spooky thing besides me venturing into literary horror, which sure. is always a bad idea because then I have nightmares about it. Yay. But I love it. The teacher, this is a horror story around a teacher. Her name is Julia. Yes. And I was like, oh, no. So Sasha sends me this story, and I started reading it, and I was only about a paragraph in, and then I texted her, how much did it creep you out that the teacher's name was Julia? Yeah, because, like, one of the bestest friends in my entire life is a teacher named Julia. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, Julia's in danger. Because in my head, it's, it's Julia. <laughs> yeah. Who might be listening to this episode. Hi, Julia. Hi, Julia. Yeah. So anyway, that was, like, the spookiest thing was me being like, Julia's in danger. <laughs> ah. All right. What are we talking about today for this special Halloween episode? As a reminder, we extended the Halloween season, and so, Thanksgiving is spooky now. Yeah. So we're going to keep on spooping on. And but. I didn't decorate for Halloween until this week, and you, mm-hmm. in all of your wisdom, told me Halloween goes well into November. So yeah. still Halloween. Yeah, it's still Halloween. I just have a couple of bird target birds I can swap out with. Oh, I love target, target turkeys. So yeah, it's great. We are talking about shadow people. Ooh. Now this is something that the internet loves shadow. Like I mean, I say they love it. It's I, from what I can tell, it's one of the internet's like favorite creepy pasta type things. Mm-hmm. It's like Slender Man and Shadow People. Those are the two biggins. And so for Halloween, we're gonna go ahead and talk about this. This is the topic we were gonna talk about before I got sick. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, like Shadow People too feels like very much a catch-all. Yeah, because. I'm going to be sharing just a smattering of stories from Reddit, and it's like, okay, thanks, internet. Like, thank you for sharing, but also, like, thanks, I hate it. But, like, everyone's stories are, like, a little bit different. I'll touch on that. Yeah, it seems like shadow people kind of becomes a category unto itself, like Mm -hmm. ghosts. Like, not all ghosts are the same. Mm -hmm. Not all shadow people are the same. They're just sort of on a spectrum of being a shadow person. Yeah. Also, it could have been a shadow person that was opening my closet door and I was like, this so, is none of my business, goodbye. Yeah, so when you said that, I was like, oh no. She had her own shadow person in her house. And I feel like someone recently was telling me about seeing like a shadowy figure in their bedroom and I'm like racking my brain trying to figure out who it was because I was also like, oh, you need to move. Yeah. <laughs> like, you gotta burn it down and start again fresh. <laughs> That's the only option. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and go into the background of shadow people. So basically what they are, what they might be. And then I found a cool brain thing. What do Do they they know? know things? What do they know? Let's find out. So this all comes from Wikipedia, Bustle, liveabout.com, psychologytoday.com, science.org, sciencedirect.com, sstimes.com, and choctawnation.com. So what even are shadow people? We just don't know. Seriously. So most... Sources agree that whenever you see a dark, shadowy, vaguely humanoid shape, which is frequently without a face and you often see it out of the corner of your eye, it's a shadow person. And I put in my notes, this is a bummer for me because I see dark shapes moving out of the corner of my eye all the time. It's like when I saw my plastic storage container stacked up against my door and I thought that was a person. Uh Uh-huh. Don't like that. Yeah. Shadow person. Mm. As a concept, shadow people have been around for a long time. I know I just said they're like the internet's favorite spooky thing, but they predate the internet by a good margin. It's like thanks to the internet, the stories spread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Choctaw tribe in North America refers to Nalusachito, who is a giant shadowy being that could hear thoughts. Nalusachito is also known as Impa Shilap, so you, you possibly have heard of him as a different name. Mm-hmm. 
If you thought something particularly evil or particularly depressive, Nalusa Cheeto would crawl into your mind and eat your soul. So it was kind of like a, you know, just think positive, but as a monster, it's like, yeah, think positive. Or like explains or, why depression like takes over your body and yeah, like makes you. If, you. if you think a really sad thought, Nalusa mm-hmm. Cheeto is going to be like, doot, 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 free real estate and like set up shop in your brain right. and eat your soul. There are even superstitions that saying his name summons the Lucicito, and I put in my notes, so I will report back if my soul gets eaten. Yeah, because they're <laughs> saying his name a bunch. I said it's his like name a whole bunch. Fucking so. Beetlejuice. It is like Beetlejuice. Don't say it a third time. I was going to say, are you going to say it? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> not touching that. <laughs> Some folklorists think that the Islamic being the jinn is an early incarnation of a shadow person as well. So we had a whole episode mm-hmm. on the jinn a couple years back. Yeah. And so... There's an idea that shadow people is the catch-all, and then it has subsets, which includes the jinn. Mm-hmm. Even in the paranormal community, shadow people are a mystery. So unlike ghosts or other kind of monsters where there's sort of a generally accepted definition that people go, okay, that's definitely a shadow person, It's there's a lot of theories. Mm-hmm. So some of the theories to their origin include that they're just ghosts in a different form, or that they're a collection of negative energy, or that they are alien-related. Aliens. Aliens. In fact, author and paranormal expert Rosemary Ellen Guili says that many people who are regularly visited by shadow people were abducted by extraterrestrials at some point in their past. Oh. Which, again, <laughs> bummer for me. All I do is see shadowy shapes out yeah. of the corner of my eye. Gwili postulates that this puts shadow people in the category of being shape-shifted jinn, mostly because ancient accounts of aliens often coincide with accounts of jinn. So. We've talked about aliens before. We have. You're saying that I was abducted by aliens. Yes. But it kind of sounds more like you've been abducted by aliens. Maybe we've all been abducted <laughs> by aliens. Whomst among us hasn't been abducted by aliens? <laughs> The other thing that kind of lends this theory some credibility in paranormal circles is that they don't have a face. So with jinn beliefs, there's this idea that they're imperfect mimics. So the lack of face on shadow people could just be because the jinn is emulating somebody, mm. but they can't get the face right. You know, it's, it's right. very what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Right? You just can't get the faces can't get right. The faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Side note, what we do in the shadows Top tier television. I might be Nadja for Halloween next year. Oh, hell yeah. She is, she is my soul sister. It's yeah. great. One of these days, but, we'll make a list of like spoop hour pop culture that we encourage we everyone to digest. It's going to be like 8,000 pages long. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Get but, ready. but what we do in the shadows of the movie will be number one. And then number, what we do in the shadows of the TV show will be number two. It'll be like 1A. 1A. They, yeah, because they they're related. They go together. Yeah. Some alien abductees report that alien greys, and greys are kind of what we think of as aliens, so they're the guys with the little point chin and the big Mm -hmm. head, you know, greys. They're able to pass through walls and closed windows, or that they can appear and disappear abruptly, both of which are also characteristics of shadow people. So it's like, okay, so maybe what people are reporting as shadow people is just them experiencing some sort of alien life form coming to... A fun and bananas theory is that shadow people are actually time travelers from the future. And so a consequence of their time travel is to keep them from messing up something in the past. They can only appear as shadowy figures that don't have, like, a physical form. So they can only be observers of our time. Wait. (laughs) Okay, hold on. (laughs) In the (laughs) nearly 20-year-old classic 
video game, Kingdom Hearts 1. I swear to God, I was about to be like, if you say Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) (laughs) There is a guy who's like a shadowy figure. And like, since then, they've been able to kind of show his character model. He looks like he's wearing like a brown burlap sack. But when you're playing on a CRT TV in 2002, it's just a shadowy figure in a corner of a cave who says this world has been connected. And my brother and I were playing in the dark and we were scared. He later was explained as a, a time-traveling being who had to share, shed his corporeal form to to put himself in different time periods. He is a shadow person. <laughs> you were right to be afraid. Fucking Nomura. <laughs> this absolute <laughs> madman. But also, God, why is everything tied back to Kingdom Hearts? There is an episode of Doctor Who, and spoiler alert, it turns out to be the Cybermen, but where, like, everybody accepts, like, oh, it's ghost time, and all of these shadowy figures just abruptly appear, and they walk through things, and everybody thinks it's, like, the ghost of their dead loved one or whatever, Mm -hmm. but those could also be a flavor of shadow person. They're actually Cybermen coming from a different dimension, but whatever. That's... I love it. I love that. That's the only shadow person that I love is the time-traveling kind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Cybermen turn out to be evil. They do oh, the yeah, yeah, but, but just like, you know, it's Doctor Who. The, the idea of, like, if you see a shadow person, traveling. it's just someone who's, like, temporally displaced, you know? Yeah, I hope that's how Needle in a Time Stack goes. You know, like, <laughs> they, they're time traveling and changing the past and changing the future and whatever, but they're changing the past by being, like, a shadowy non-corporate. Are we, we going to stream that? And watch yes, it probably. So we, for Bone Cone. So we can... The trailer looked so good, and then it was like, Needle yeah, in a Time Stack. <laughs> Why would you? If you haven't watched it, I'm go, so sorry for telling you the name it. of it. But oh my god, you should yeah. watch it. So, another possible supernatural culprit for shadow people is that they are the essences of people having out-of-body experiences. Oh. While whatever person is wandering outside of their body, they have to go somewhere. Like, their, their spirit has to go somewhere. And whatever is doing the traveling could potentially appear to an outside observer as a shadowy figure. So because you're having an out-of-body experience, there is no body for them to see, so they just see kind of this shadowy figure, and that's you wandering around. That makes sense. And now you're sitting there thinking, but Courtney, so many people see shadowy figures. How are so many people, like, astral projecting and we don't know about it? According to author, lecturer, and expert on astral travel, Jerry Gross, every person travels out of their body when they sleep. I mean... (laughs) That makes dreams kind of make sense. I have... I don't know if other people do this, but I have dreams where... I have the same location. Mm-hmm. So in my dreams, DC has a very particular setup. And if I know I go down this one street, there's going to be an Arby's and there's going to be a Baskin Robbins and there's going to be a donut shop in the basement of the Baskin Robbins. And my work is at the end of the street. Yeah. And I always know that because I've had dreams with that specific location multiple times. Right. And like my mom's house in dreams is different than my mom's house in real life, but it is always the same. Yeah. So, my house is always different in my dreams, but it's always the same in my dream. Like, like yeah, it's, it's always consistent. different in the same way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're out of body traveling to somewhere, and whoever is at those places is like, "What the fuck, a shadow person?" I live in a small contemporary bungalow built in the seventies. Yeah. My dream location is like colonial <laughs> <laughs> and has a nice porch. <laughs> So I'm sorry, oh, whoever's dreams. house I'm uh, yeah, they're traveling like, what in. The fuck? We bought this nice colonial. And there's a shadow porch. person all the time. And now there's a shadow person all the time. What gives? 
There's also a basic paranormal explanation that I touched on earlier for what shadow people are. Mm -hmm. They are ghosts. For those who believe shadow people fall into the realm of ghosts, they're a different species. So then Mm. ghost is the overall category, and then a subspecies therein is the shadow person, which accounts for their darker appearance and their glowing red eyes. Mm -hmm. They could also be some sort of demon, which would account for their dark countenance and kind of the bad vibes that they give off. Oh. Though their supernatural origins may be unknown, shadow people are generally considered to be a bad omen or unpleasant experience. Mm -hmm. It is not fun to see a shadow person. People don't like it. People who report seeing shadow people say that the experience leaves them feeling uncomfortable, filled with dread, or even paralyzed with fear. Some report that the shadow person they see is aggressive, and it will knock things over, slam doors, or move towards them in a threatening manner. Mm -hmm. If you see a shadow person, experts suggest that you focus on staying grounded and not being overwhelmed with discomfort. And the reason for that is, as Psychic Renee Watts says, the worst thing you can do is let your fear take over, Mm -hmm. as, quote, entities with negative intent thrive in their ability to make us feel unsafe or uncomfortable. So this kind of idea that, like, kind of like with Nalusa where if you think a bad thought, he's going to crawl into your brain. Mm-hmm. With shadow people, if you think a bad thought, it kind of feeds them and makes them stronger. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. The psychic Watt says that the best thing you can do is call in spiritual protection, pray, or simply stand your ground by firmly telling the shadow person to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. So again, power of positive thinking. Guess like gatekeep girl boss, you tell that shadow person what's up. But also, yeah, like stand your ground, be confident. Yeah, be like stand up, you. stand up for yourself. Look in your closet door that's opening and say, "This is none of my business. I'm going to sleep anyway." <laughs> <laughs> that was a power move, Courtney. It was. I didn't even realize. Watt also warns against repeated sightings of shadow people. So if you see a shadow person once, okay, fine, it's just a weird coincidence. If you consistently see them. If they keep showing up in your house, it could indicate that you need spiritual cleansing of your energy field and your living space. Watt says, if you're having multiple experiences with shadow people, you may want to consider doing a major energetic house cleansing or hiring a professional energy worker to do one for you. So this is kind of, you know, burning protective herbs or setting out particular crystals or just having like your aura cleansed. Right, without being problematic. Without being problematic, make sure... One, white sage isn't typically used for cleansing spaces. Mm -hmm. Two, if you're going to use white sage, make sure it's ethically sourced. Mm -hmm. Three, there's a bunch of other cleansing herbs you can use. Do that shit Go listen to our herb episode. Yeah, we talk about it. So. You remember when we got our palms red? Yes, and the psychic hated you? Yeah. So I should have been seeing more shadow people, I feel like. Yeah, but I wasn't. It does seem like, like the the thing she recommended. I remember she was like, "You got to start coming back in and seeing me to like cleanse your aura regularly and pay me two hundred dollars for a packet of whatever." You should have been seeing shadow people for the reading she gave, right? That's the kind of thing that triggers shadow people. Yeah, so checkmate, palm reader. Checkmate, psychic (laughs) in your gigantic house, right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's her house that you're haunting. (gasps) She had a porch. She had a porch. It was a colonial. Mm What a strange experience. <laughs> It'd be really funny to me if the psychic that hated you, you were haunting her. <laughs> That's why she hates me. Yeah, she recognized she's like, me. It's fucking you. <laughs> oh, asshole. <laughs> now, we've gone into what paranormal experts think shadow people are. What does science say? Science mainly points the finger at two different things for the experience of shadow people. The first is sleep paralysis. So this kind of gets the blame for a lot of supernatural shit. When someone experiences sleep paralysis, they feel like they're fully conscious, but they aren't. 
So they aren't able to move or speak, mm. which may cause a feeling of intense dread, suffocation, or even a hallucination of shadowy figures. Because mm. that's your brain trying to explain, I can't move, something bad must be happening. Mm-hmm. The other culprit is your peripheral vision. So the way your peripheral vision works is it's supposed to spot movement. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed you see motion out of the corner of your right. eye. But it doesn't see detail because that's just the way your eye works. Yeah. Your peripheral vision does not, like, I'm moving my hand out of the corner of my eye and I can see my hand, but I can't see my individual fingers. I can't see my individual knuckles. Mm-hmm. I just see something's moving. And that's the way your peripheral vision is supposed to work. Your brain will see something out of the corner of your eye and it'll detect motion even if there isn't any. And that may just be your brain misinterpreting what your peripheral vision is doing. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's how it works. And so that explanation, I have a weird thing with my peripheral vision because of a concussion I had as a child. And so that could explain why I see so many shadow people is because I have residual from this concussion. That means that my peripheral vision on one side is a little wonky. Huh. Yeah. So maybe it's not aliens. Take that, aliens who abducted me. (laughs) (laughs) Some scientists recently went even further in figuring out what is to blame for the appearance of shadow people. And it is the temporoparietal junction, or TPJ. So when TPJ is stimulated, the person experiences... Yeah, so it's it's yeah. right above your left yeah. ear. Yeah, mm-hmm, okay. Thereabouts. <laughs> I was doing the song. You know, frontal, temporal. Parietal, oh, yeah, yeah. Occipital, temporal, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's like right over here, because mm-hmm. it's, it's frontal and also parietal, so it's yeah. kind of front left. Anyway, so when your TPJ is stimulated, you'll experience a feeling of a shadowy figure following you, which is... Bananas. And unpleasant. <laughs> yes. This was discovered by accident when neurologist Olaf Blank of the Brain Mind Institute in Lausanne, Switzerland. It might not be Lausanne. I don't know. I'm sorry. I should have looked it up. So Olaf Blank and his colleagues were trying to find the source of a 23-year-old woman's epileptic seizures mm-hmm. so that they could properly treat them because they knew where they were coming oh. from. To do this, they were applying mild currents to various regions of the woman's brain to see if it would trigger a seizure. Mm-hmm. So they could, you know, specifically identify, okay, it's this part of the brain. Let's find a way to not trigger that part so you don't have to have seizures anymore. Mm-hmm. Instead, when they got to the TPJ, again, mm-hmm. located roughly above the left ear, the woman said she felt a motionless and speechless shadow standing behind her. Oh. The mystery figure emulated her movements. So when she sat down, it sat down behind her. When she laid down, it laid down beneath her. When she tried to participate in a language exercise, the shadow figure tried to take a test card from her. Blank thinks that the TPJ may contribute to the brain's perception of self. Mm-hmm. In order to recognize your own body, Blank says the brain processes sensory information, including visual and proprioceptive clues, which is the position of your body parts in relation to your body and everything else. So it's kind of like, I know this is me because I have a bunch of cues telling me my hand is in front of my face. Mm -hmm. So the TPJ contributes to the processing of that information. But if that process is disrupted, say by electrical current Mm -hmm. or there's something going on in your brain that could, you know, mess with the way the TPJ is interpreting information, the brain will perceive your body as two bodies instead of one And then, because obviously you can't have two bodies, it interprets the second body as that of a stranger. So they found that if you stimulate the TPJ, you you know that feeling you get when, like, you feel like somebody's following you or there's somebody behind Uh you? That could be that part of your brain misfire. Oh. (laughs) Other neurologists are torn on the TPJ being solely responsible for the perception of shadow people. Like I said, this is pretty new research. Yeah. 
One neurologist, Pawan Sinha of MIT, says that it's an interesting theory, but it may just be one of many mechanisms that the brain has Mm -hmm. that could kind of generate hallucinations or misinterpret visual information. Yeah. So it might not be the sole culprit, but they did find if you stimulate this one part of the brain, whoever is experiencing that is all of a sudden going to feel like someone is standing behind them. Which is fucking creepy and amazing, and I love brains. <laughs> but what the oh, fuck? Also, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's wild. I mean, we love a scientific explanation for the spooky things, but also, like, ah! This one is upsetting. <laughs> yeah. for, as, a sci- as far as a scientific explanation goes, it's basically, like, your brain is going to think there's somebody who's right behind you and copying you. And that is horror movie shit. I'm sorry. If I lay down and feel like someone's laying down under me, and I don't know who they are or where they came from, fuck that. No, don't thank like you. that. Yeah. And like the article that was written about it was like, you know, when you're walking down the street and you feel like, you know, there's somebody behind you and there's a shadowy figure that you keep almost seeing. Mm-hmm. That could just be that part of your brain being like, Duh! so tell me some stories. So thanks to the lineup Wikipedia and Reddit, there are some there's a smattering of stories, examples. Smattering. We love we love the internet, but we also hate we the internet. And thank you, Reddit all these Reddit users. So one Reddit user whose username I'm not sure like I should say out loud, mostly because it's kind of like it's a little It's a little Reddit username. Yeah, yeah. It says during the late 1960s, I encountered shadow people on three separate occasions. The first time I caught one looking through my bedroom window before disappearing. The second one was a few months later when I woke to five shadow people lurking aimlessly around my bedroom. Five is a lot. Five is a lot. If that's your one, like, section of your brain misfiring, it's got to misfire a whole bunch not to see a second body but five. It's like maybe go to the eye doctor and then a neurologist. And then burn your house down and start clean from the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> but then the third and final time that they had a shower, this person had a shadow encounter said was late at um, summer camp. I was laying in bed in my bungalow when shadowy fig- figures appeared and began walking in circles around the bed. In all three occasions, the figures were pitch black, darker than the dimly lit room. I've experienced all I want from shadow people and hope to never encounter one again. I have questions, but also the <laughs> idea of like begin like walking circles around the bed reminds me of that sleepover that I had when I was in oh, elementary yeah. school where the balloons started like just like hovering over our friend who was the first to fall asleep and it was just all the helium kind of like sunk down and then the balloons just started going in circles around her. Did not like that. Reddit user Anathium shared their few encounters with shadow people, but one was the most terrifying. They say, on a summer evening, I stayed up late watching television with my sister. As I got up to go to bed, I passed by the front door and saw an American Indian man standing in the frame. He stood at about 6'5", wore a black suit with an old-fashioned top hat, and had long hair and sharp blue eyes. I screamed and my sister jumped up and impulsively threw a salt shaker at the figure. Good good for her for always having a salt shaker on hand. Yeah. Let this be a lesson. Always have a salt shaker in your hand to throw an intruder. Or like if you want to have like the little salt packet so you can just rip it open and go. (laughs) (laughs) Just pegging salt at people like bam. Bam. Salty bitch. Ah, My eyes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See, if it's a human, they're going to be like my eyes. eyes. And if it's a shadow person, it's going to be like, no, thank you. It's going to be a whoosh. Win, win. (laughs) 
<laughs> the shadow person's face fell into what seemed like a sorrowful expression, then shimmered. Because well, he threw a salt shaker yeah, at him. I'm right? sad when people throw salt shakers at me. <laughs> then shimmered away through the front door. Later, when we described the experience to my father, he said the shadow person sounded like a description of his great uncle who died when he was young. but also like his great uncle always wear a suit and a top that's what i wonder but also like thinking about your description the various descriptions of shadow people like it seems like the first user was just like okay shadowy figures right this one like had a face you know yeah that's crazy yeah that sounds more like a straight up ghost ghost right When Reddit user Icify was five or six, they say that they went into their backyard to play on trampoline and saw three men. They were standing side by side wearing matching hats and pitch black. So basically just like the silhouette of men wearing these matching hats. Isify yelled at the creepy figures to get off and says, my parents heard the shouts and raced downstairs. To this day, my parents recall how frightened I was. I told them that there were people on the trampoline, but when they looked back, or when when I looked back, the shadow people had vanished. The shadow people were so shocking to this one user. Basically, this Isify never stepped on their trampoline again for like two, three years. That's so sad. Right? But then... Isify's grandma once described waking to a dark figure standing above her many times at their old house. Maybe that one was like, you should get a trampoline. Right. And, then, and then they got the trampoline and it was like, this is all I wanted. But then he doesn't want to share. Right. And so Isify says, my mother woke and saw a similar figure standing over my dad. And since then... This family has moved houses, but the shadow people came to see, seem to keep following them. So it's just like, this whole family is just dealing with this. It's it's a shadow person that feels like it's part of the family. It's like, hey guys, it's me. Where's the trampoline that I asked for? <laughs> Mac Weirdo 42 shares one of their earliest memories from childhood. I was two or three years old at the time, and I recall waking to see a dark shadow on the wall beside my crib. A shadow with bright white eyes. It started moving towards me. I moved to the other side of my crib, but then another shadow person was approaching from that side as well. Neither creature had any form that I could easily discern, just pitch black against an already shadowed wall. I crouched in the center of my crib and then cried. And my parents say that when they came to check on me, I was telling them that the shadows were trying to get me. That's upsetting to hear from the mouth of your child. Again, like last week we were talking about creepy things kids have said. That's that's a very creepy, that's a creepy thing, thing that a kid has said. At 3 a.m. one morning, Reddit user Vozino woke and went to get to the kitchen to get some water. They say, on my way, I stumbled upon a shadow person sitting in the recliner in my family room. I had been seeing shadow people my entire life, so this was not startling to me. I stood still for a couple of minutes to be certain that it was indeed a shadow person, kind of like you looking at that closet door. Mm -hmm. As my eyes adjusted to the dark, it became clearer. A shadow person was sitting in my living room staring at me. So I started moving towards it, and the figure seemed undaunted. And once I got three feet apart, the shadow person evaporated. It sounds like shadow people are just here for a good time, because we've had one that wanted the trampoline. We now have one that was just, like, hanging out in a recliner. Maybe shadow people aren't scary. They're just here to vibe. Yeah, I, which I feel like leads more lends more credence to like the idea of like 
future temporal time travelers, yeah. you know? like Yeah, they're like, I'm just here to watch. I'm just here to watch. Don't mind me. Yeah. Oh, shit, is that a trampoline? Yeah. <laughs> In sixth grade, Reddit user So Says Clucifer attended a barbecue at a local park. Hey, me too. <laughs> After a day of playing with my classmates, it was time to head home. Uh, the older kids, including myself, were tasked with collecting younger kids and getting them ready to leave. So... Yeah, we had a sixth grade picnic and like that, and we were like all trying to like gather each other. There used to be uh, an abandoned pool in our park, and uh, it was spooky. Anyway, so Ooh. this park wasn't that big, and so finding the ki- all the kids proved easy. But then things took a turn toward the paranormal. About halfway across the park, this Reddit user saw a dark figure of what appeared to be a toddling small child. Thinking it was one of the kids that was missing, the user, this t- user and their friend ran after the shadow, yelling at it to stop. But when the figure reached the edge of the park, it turned white, dropped on all fours, and ran up a tree like a cat and leapt over a wall. No. I was on board with the shadow people up until that yeah. story. I was like, they just want to hang. So, I also want to spend a lot of time in the so recliner. Says, but what the fuck is that about? So says Clucifer and their friend ran away terrified, unsure of exactly what they saw, which is good. It's like, stranger danger. Run the opposite yes. direction. Shadow people danger, stranger danger. I don't want any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Pine Wolf 14 has encountered shadow people more than once, much like some of these other users. Often I've heard them breathing or I feel the shadow hovering over my, me when I sleep. Again, hate it. I've heard whispers saying, don't move, in the middle of the night. And wisely, I've never did. But one night, this changed. Instead of lying oh. still, I rolled over and came face to face with a shadow person. Our foreheads could have basically been touching. I don't like that at all. I opened my mouth to scream... But I felt hands around my throat choking me. I started to thrash around, punching and kicking at the shadow person until suddenly the shadow person vanished. I hate that. I do not like that at all. I don't like it. I don't like that the shadow person was non-consensually spooning that person. Uh And that's why they, uh, that's why I'm interpreting they said don't move because they wanted to spoon. But fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. It's like when we were in college, there was a serial guy Mm -hmm. breaking into people's apartments Mm -hmm. and watching them sleep or trying to cuddle them. And a girl in my sociology class, we had mandated discussion days Mm -hmm. and they were so mandated that if you missed one, you flunked the course. Which is not a good way to run a course. No, it's, that's a terrible way to ensure attendance on mandatory Mm -hmm. discussion days. But our second discussion day, which was after the ad drop deadline, she wasn't there, and we were like, fuck, she's going to flunk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. So the next discussion day when she showed up, we were like, Are, is everything okay? You missed it. And she was like, yeah, I got an excuse, and I'm not going to fail the course. And we were like, what happened? Is everything all right? And she goes, I woke up, and someone was standing over my bed staring at me. So I, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. I would that. not recover from that. No, no. I, would, I don't know that I would have even made the next discussion day. I'd be like, I have to move and burn this yeah. apartment down. Fuck so you're that. not going to like this next story. Oh, good. So <laughs> Mistress of Dark, Reddit user, <laughs> not their actual <laughs> name, <laughs> was sleeping over at a friend's house and had trouble sleeping. She says that as she was lying awake, a tall, solid black silhouette entered the bedroom. The silhouette was wearing a top hat and a long cloak and looked at like a male a figure. Lot of fancy dressed shadow people. Like, we're talking, like, tucks and tails, yeah. like, top hat, let's go. So, I, I do wonder, what are they wearing in the future? 
They're putting on the shadow people. Right. <laughs> so this figure sat in a chair beside the bed and stared at me. After a few seconds, he started talking. I don't really remember the conversation exactly, but it felt like a harmless encounter, and the shadow person seemed genuinely interested in me. Then How do you not remember the conversation? A second per like maybe it's because like you're kind of like half asleep because she's saying like oh I was oh, awake but like true. she could just be like you know lucid dreaming. She fell thing. asleep at her desk. Yeah, yeah. She says a second shadow person appeared, same black silhouette, but this time a woman. But strangely, she was crawling. <laughs> don't like that. Don't no. don't like a don't like an adult. I was gonna make a joke about was she also wearing a top yeah. hat and a tux, mm-hmm. but I don't like it. I I don't like uh, an adult size figure crawling. No, I don't like like unless you're like a baby. baby yeah, I don't want to see you crawling. Mm-mm. That's fucking upsetting. Mm-hmm. No, thank Mm-mm. you. So the man sitting beside the chair, beside me in the chair, told me not to look. And the woman wouldn't notice us. She oh, was not no, a good entity. He didn't like her either. Shortly after, the woman left, and at dawn, the shadow man too vanished. So at least this shadow man, who was, you know, he, looking into this bedroom, was like benevolent, I guess. Yeah. Don't like a man coming this... into my bedroom. But uh, that's true. That's why I make my partner sleep outside. Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, there's something about the scary thing that seems kind of nice being like, don't make eye contact. That makes it 15,000 times worse. There's like a hierarchy of shadow people where some of the shadow people people is like, you do not want to fuck with this other one. That when the scary thing is scared. No, Mm -mm. thank you. It's kind of like the time that my dad went when my dad lived in Okinawa before I was born. He mm-hmm. and his friends were really into scuba diving, and they also were really into night diving, which I look at my dad, no. and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why no. would you do that? One, we don't know what's in the ocean, so diving to begin with is kind of scary. Two, it's you don't know what's in the ocean, but also dark. But dark. What's so, wrong with you? So my papa and his friends, <laughs> night diving in Okinawa, find... The carcass of a shark with a big chomp taken out of it, which means there's a bigger shark. So even the th- or a bigger something, right? So that's like what is it in the? It's the I think first the Star Wars prequel where they're like, there's always a bigger fish, right? It's that, but in real life, and it's fucking yeah. night diving. What's wrong so, with your dad? So it's like the shark with a chomp taken out of it is the Shadow Man. And the much larger creature, maybe, is the one is, doing the jumping. Is the, the crawling woman. So there's a hierarchy of like I creepy hate shit. It. I say this as a skeptic, but if there were a ghost in my room and the ghost told me, "Oh, don't look at this other ghost," I would be like, "What the yeah. fuck is? I'm burning this house it down." It gives I'm done. me I'm also outie. yellow wallpaper vibes. Just whenever it I think does. of a grown woman crawling, I'm like, I mean, yeah. First of all, yellow wallpaper crawling, but also like. They, she sees figures in her yellow wallpaper. Those could be shadow people. Yo, yeah. Don't like that. I mean, I love that story, but don't like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's upset. If you haven't read that story, that's yellow a good Halloween Yellow wallpaper read. is a really good Halloween story. This Halloween season that's been extended. Yeah. 
last night, my friend Steve, when we when we first got there, he had one TV playing Treehouse of Horror, <laughs> and when we walked in, it was the uh, the Raven Treehouse of Horror, and I was like, "This is the best one! I love watching that one." But yeah, cool. The Raven, eat my shorts yeah. again. That would be on yeah. our list of uh, media to consume. Include yeah. yellow oh, wallpaper. Another yeah. spooky thing that did not happen. To me. <laughs> I tried to scope out the literary pumpkin walk yeah. yesterday because when my work wife comes over, we were going to do the literary pumpkin walk, except we went to like 10 different locations and only one of them actually had their pumpkins out. So, so like, what, you're going to win. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to win because only one other person did it. So, suck my dick. <laughs> Oh, man. I really wanted to see photos of the fall of the House of Usher. We we made it a point because yeah. I was like, you know, my my work wife is going to have the baby. She's not going to want to do a ton of walking, and it's kind of far. Mm-hmm. And so we made a specific point to trek out to see the oh, fall of the House God. of Usher, and they did not put mm. it up. Did you just scare yourself? I didn't know my dog was under my desk, and <laughs> she touched my legs. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw a shadowy figure come out from under the desk. This is going to be a personal hygiene story, and this will teach me. The way the leg hair grows on my leg. (laughs) This is a not scary start to this story. I only get leg hair that you can see on the bottom, like, two inches of Mm -hmm. my leg. It's just a weird fact of my leg. It means I don't have to shave very often. If I do, I really only have to go, like, just above the ankle. Because the rest of it does not show, because the rest of it is so fine and blonde, Mm -hmm. you can't tell. Basically, you're hashtag blessed. I'm hashtag blessed. Except, you know, these are the quarantine times, and I don't give a shit, and particularly as it's been getting chilly, I've been wearing tights so nobody can see my legs anyway, mm-hmm. I haven't been shaving the bottom, like, two inches of my mm-hmm. leg. And the hair is thick enough that, like, it, if it brushes against something, I have the sensation that something is touching me. And you would think I would learn the lesson of just shave your goddamn legs, Courtney. It's not that hard. Who cares? But it has happened like 15 times the past week. I'll just slightly adjust my leg when I'm sitting on my exercise ball. And I guess my leg hair will brush against my desk. And it will feel like somebody very gently is like putting their fingers on my leg. Courtney! (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) And yet, have I shaved my legs since that started happening? No. Oh my gourd. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my yeah, god. We also have a mosquito in the house. So my first impulse is it's that goddamn mosquito. <laughs> and then I look and it's not that goddamn mosquito. That's... And then I'm like, uh oh, something's touching my leg, Ooh. but it's not. It's just my leg it's hairs. Just your leg hairs. My, my, my like your 10 leg hairs. leg hairs that I have. So yeah. you would think I would learn my lesson. But you have not. But I never will. Yeah. That is my promise to you. I will never grow. I will never shake. I really don't know how long Yuna was there. She might have been there this entire time. Now, if you had your attack salt, yeah, I could have just thrown just out the dog, salted your dog right before we started recording. My office perpetually in a mess. Sure, I have a bunch of empty storage containers next to me in hopes that I can get this mess under control. But the cat came in and she thought, "I can walk on this." She could not walk on it. The whole thing collapsed and she fell off and sprinted <laughs> out. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad this happened Ugh. now and not when we were recording because that would have scared yeah. the shit out of me because I would have seen a shadowy... Like the time my lamp collapsed. Because <laughs> both of my pets have black fur, but <laughs> shadowy figure jumps up on a thing and Shadow knocks everything pets, down. Man. That's a... Uh... Real quick, because I know we're approaching the end of the yeah. episode, I want to say when my closet door was opening, I was reminded when I was a small child, my best friend in the first and second grade was a girl named Annabeth. Mm-hmm. And Annabeth had the kind of house where her room was connected to her sister's room via a bathroom. Uh-huh. 
And they both always kept their bathroom door open unless they were using it. So that way it was very clear when somebody was in there. And she was in bed one night and the lights were off. And her bedroom door, er, her bathroom door always swung a certain way. Like if it was going to move on its own, it would swing so that the door would be more open and she could see more into the bathroom just because of the way the vents Mm -hmm. were. But one night, and she came into school the next day and told us this. One night, the door swung the other way. And she saw a very small, shadowy creature that she said was about the size of E.T., and it was just crouched in the corner, and it had pushed the door open so that the bathroom door was mostly closed. So this E.T.-sized figure was, like, on the side that's, like, in her bedroom, not in the bathroom. Yes. I, it was in, like, the back so corner it's not of her like, bedroom. And she was laying in bed, like... Like, it's not her sister pulled the door shut in the middle of the night to go pee. Mm-hmm. It was... E.T. shut the door. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Annabeth. I don't think you're listening, but if you are, what the fuck, girl? Do you remember that? Because I think about it a lot. (laughs) Uh, I have, I'm trying to think, like, I don't, I've seen shadows, and I've had to, like, think about the shadow before. But I feel like. Usually I'm just like, that shadow is none of my business. I'm too dumb to understand science. But, I mean, I think I've told this before. After I read frankenstein Mm. i couldn't walk past open windows because i was like so sure that i would see him like staring into the window listeners several questions one what what were you for halloween tell us yes (laughs) send send us us pics and we'll put you on the instagram yeah we'll do it if your pets were something (gasps) for halloween yeah if your pets were something for halloween what were your pets send us pictures legally you have to send us pictures of your pets we didn't dress up our pets for halloween but mona has a spooky little bow tie collar that's purple has pumpkins and then yuna has a spooky collar too with a giant felt pumpkin on it so they were seasonally appropriate all season one i'm gonna need a link to that felt pumpkin that you put on her collar two zelda's got her halloween costume collar on and benedict i found an old halloween costume of zelda and to switch things up from when he's in his spooky consequences sweater sometimes i put him in her old bee costume and then he's a very pouty bee so for halloween he was a pouty bee So, yeah, send us pictures of your pets for Halloween. Send us pictures of you. What were you for Halloween? Tell us if you want both or neither to go up on the Instagram. We'll do a big amalgamation post of all of the shit we get. Tell us about shadow people interactions. Have you seen them? Do you know Annabeth? Did you also see the E.T. figure in her house? Seriously, like, tell us if you've seen shadow people. Yeah. What else? Are you a neurologist? Do you know about that part yeah. of the brain? Did I say brain words wrong? Email to <laughs> just, just share. Tell it. And then yeah. did you do anything fun for Halloween? Tell us about yeah. it. Yeah. Because. Yeah. It's kind of a downer year where I think we're all Zoom partied out. But like, there, you know, a lot of people are still iffy on like party parties. Yeah. So like, what'd you do for Halloween? If you did something there fun, There was a tweet that I saw of like a kind of rotting pumpkin that was like trying to still have a good time. Mm-hmm during Halloween, but feeling like We should get that from the Spoop Hour yeah. account, because that's my life. Yeah, I like re- quote tweeted it from my personal account, from the Spoop Hour account, and was it's, just like, me. <laughs> I'm trying. It's been a rough year, but we're trying yeah. to have fun for Halloween. So, how did you have fun for Halloween? Maybe you just did what my partner and I are going to do later, which is solve the mysterious murder mystery that arrived at yeah. your house. So, you know, <laughs> what'd you do? Tell us. Work. Email at gmail.com. If you need a pep talk, email at gmail.com. If you need pet pics, email at gmail.com. If you have pet pics, email at gmail.com. If you want us to hype you up, you know, spoop, email we'll at gmail.com. We love hyping people up. We are your personal hypes. We got you. We're hype. We're spooping. Also, hyping. we have a Patreon. We do. 
And I just posted a video of me making pumpkin snickerdoodles. Which are the best cookies in the world. They're they're very yes, good. That, if you want to see the himbo intern, he makes an appearance. Like, so You and I don't get to see each other that often since you moved and there's no. a pandemic. But like, yeah, it's mostly the pandemic. <laughs> and I, I miss you as my friend and as a person. I miss but you too. I also miss those cookies. I understand. I think most people, the thing most people miss about me is my cookies and I've accepted that yeah. and that's fine. So what did you do any spooky Halloween baking? Mm-hmm. Tell us about your Halloween. We want to yeah. hear it. We love you. We're, we want you to make great choices. I got to go get some free fucking donuts. Yeah, you do. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. pew, pew. I'll take a picture. It'll be very exciting. Pun master spooky Courtney. Yay. Pun Happy defeated. Halloween. Pun defeated. <laughs> we hope you had a pun defeated, pun believable Halloween. If you didn't, you still got like three weeks to make yeah. up for it because it's still going to be Halloween. There's, so it's still, keep on, it's still on. decorative gourd season. It's decorative gourd season, motherfuckers. Thanksgiving is spooky now. Yeah, you got it. Do it up. Seize joy where you can. And if your joy is spooky, even better. Watch out for shadow people. Have a great life. Always carry your attack salt. We love you. Happy Halloween. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon.